Okay. We'll take it from the top of Chav. This is known to all. That the positive mitzvah and the warning against idolatry. The two of the first of the Ten Commandments. Namely, the two mitzvahs, the positive mitzvah of I am Hashem your God, and the negative mitzvah of you shall have no other gods. Hem You look up the Arachayim Hakadosh there. He says the same thing <coughs> that these two mitzvahs contain in micro the entirety of Torah. Ne, he explains because the commandment of I am Hashem your God includes in it all 248 positive mitzvahs and the mitzvah of you shall not have any other gods it includes all 365 thou shalt not and because these two mitzvahs contain all mitzvahs for this reason this is why the Gemara and Yuma says that these two mitzvahs were heard from Hashem Himself, because once we heard these two mitzvahs, they really include already all of the Torah mitzvahs. Now, one of the things that the Baltani is trying to do here, though he doesn't say it explicitly, is he's trying to convey to us that the shtus that we talked about last week and two weeks ago, the shtus, the rationalization that we make, <clears throat> which is that, yeah, we would give our lives for every other mitzvah, for for um, idolatry, we would give our lives. But any other mitzvah, it's okay, God loves me. So what he's trying to say here, and to point out, is no, every mitzvah is anoichi, and every mitzvah is le'yilacha. And as a result of that, every time a person violates one of them, they are violating one of the aseris adibris. Let's take it further. Because these two mitzvahs contain the entirety of Torah. So now we're going to get into really a shmuz that is much more thoroughly explained later on in the section called Shari Yichid But he touches upon it here as well. We need to speak in short. What is the essence and the concept of that mitzvah called Achdus Hashem? We normally tra- translate Achdus Hashem as there's one God. Now, while that's true, it is extremely shallow and misrepresentative. In that, Achdus Hashem means that there is nothing but one God. Not that there is only one God, but there is nothing else but one God. And he explains it here Kabbalistically. Shenikra Yochid Umiyuchat. The Rebbe is called the One and the Unified One. And as we say in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Davani Yom Maminim Shehu Levadehu Kemay Shehaya Kedem Shenivraha Elam Mamish. We say that the Rebbein Shlem is as he was before creation ever existed. Clearly before creation, the Rebbein Shlem existed and nothing else existed. Like we say in Davening every day, 
You existed before the world was created, and you existed since the world was created. But that's not all we're saying. Pirish, here are the critical words. Humamish, when we say atahu, that means you are exactly the same. Belishum shinoi, you are the exact same before, and the exact same afterwards without any change. like the Pasuk says, Ani Hashem leishanisi. Hashem remains totally unchanged. Unaffected. How can that be? So, here is the Hezbollah. We must understand that this world, and so too all the great celestial holy worlds, make absolutely no change in the unity of Hashem when they were created from nothingness into something that means just like the Rebbe Yislam existed and only he existed just like he was one and unified before he created any of these worlds he is the same unified alone God after he created it. Now how can that be? What do you mean? Then there was no other th- existences and now there are. Clearly that's a change. Says the Valtanya, nothing doing because before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Nothing has any value. They are all like absolute nothingness. How could that be? Because the very bringing into existence of all of these worlds, from what we perceive to be from nothingness into something, and their very lifeline, and their existence that gives them their very sustenance, that which prevents them from returning to a stage where they were nothingness, as they were Kishahaya, the only thing that's stopping them at every given moment from returning to nothingness is the Er Hashem, that is contained in them. If the flow of electricity were to stop flowing into these lights, how long would it take for them to stop illuminating? It would be instant, right? That instant is way longer than it would take for everything in the world to cease to exist if a Baruch were to stop the Dibur that is creating them. He didn't have electricity because otherwise he would have used it. And in the way of a parable, like it is in the soul of man, let's take example of whenever we speak anything. Now, let's take a word that we said, a sentence that we said today. Right? Now that sentence is literally like nothing even compared to the speaking soul who uttered those words, the speaking quality, 
as we discussed in the earlier program, are the middle zone, right? We have thought, which is the most personal. We have action, which is the most graphic. And you have Dibur, which is the middle one. Why is it not significant? Because we know people that never stop talking. People who are always talking, we can speak immeasurable number of words. So take that one sentence and compare it to all of the talk we're going to do in life. It, it's infinitesimal. But Vikolshkin, how much more so is it nothing? Now go ahead and compare the sentence that I spoke compared to the amount of thoughts that I have. Go ahead and compare the sentence to the thought from whence comes all of my speech. And, and thought is the source of speech for many people. Forget about even comparing it to the essence of the soul. Which are the ten the components that make up the personality of the Nisham itself, the Chachma Bidavadas, Vechulo. Shemem Nimshko Aisis Machshavazu. Now take that even a step further. This is like a Chadgadya here he's doing here. The speech compared to the speech which comes from the Machshava, which comes from the Nisham itself, from where it comes the Zod. And you're comparing that one utterance compared to all these deeper levels going deeper and deeper into the, the personality of the person. Now, he says, and those. After all, once we formatted thought, the thought itself is already in the form of letters and words. What's the distinction between thought and speech? The difference is that the words, when they're in the form of thought, are much more spiritual, they're more idle. But if you talk about the essence of the personality of the Nisham itself, they're the source and the root of the thought. At that level of thought, it's wonderful to think along these terms, at that level of Machshava, the thought has not yet been formatted even into letters. There's a feeling that precedes organized thought. Organized thought is already when we're thinking in sentences. But there's a stage even before that thought takes place. Lamashal. Wait. No. No, no, no. It's not, it's not even Chachma yet. Lamashal. Kishanaivos ezahava. Let's take a love. Vichemda, or a desire. Believe Shaladam. Kaidim Sha'ilamel level of Before it even goes from the emotion to the mind. Lakshayv ulaharaba. To actually put it into a formatted thought. Is It doesn't have letters yet. Rak, chefetz, pashut. All there is is a simple lust. Vechasheka believe in a desire, a thirst in the heart. Eladavarahu to that thing. that's my, which is desired by that person. Now, v'kolshken koydim shenof la'tayva v'achem de'beliba lo'yisadavar. Now let's even take it the last step. How much more so? Compare it to the time before the desire ever occurred to him. At that point, it's only in potential of his chachma and his seichel and his das. He knew about this thing, 
which could be sweet and desirous, with it would be really cool to get it. Really delicate way to cleave to it. Kigain, for instance, Lil he heard about that there's some wisdom of Torah, what it is, or to eat some kind of food, it's only after that desire moved into the realm of his heart. And then it goes from there to his intellectual properties. Then it goes now from an organized desire into the mind, to go ahead and actually contemplate. How is he going to act upon it now? How am I going to get a hold of it? To go ahead and learn it in actuality. Only at this point is there the birth of actual letters in the mind. Whatever letters, like any given country, now, so, you see where he's going here. He's saying that if the world is created with Dibur, and Dibur is so remote, Dibur is so far, that even in the human experience, compared to the essence of the person, Dibur is so far removed from essence, how much more so are we going to see when he puts it into terms of the Rebbein Shalom's relationship to the world, which is sustained moment by moment, by something as remote as Dibur, that in essence it is completely and totally unified with Rebbein Shalom at every moment, because without Hashem's active Dibur, the world would not continue to exist. Which Marshall? Mm. Well, you got to let him finish. He's not finishing the thought. Okay. So let's just at least the one point that we need to walk away with is how remote a person's own statement is to the essence of the person. That it's six stages removed from the essence of the person. That's that's yeah. that's the stage he wants to leave us with here. What's the difference between that? Sorry, that we learned in previous chapters about Chokhmah is that inspiration. Right there, he's dealing with the chachma of the fact that the Or Hashem is contained in that chachma. Right there well, was we the. Means, we the same concept, but we, we learn that we can't get it until we have. We yeah, yeah, get yeah. It sp- spread, and we have to work upon the right. difference between that. Correct. Here, well, again, it's, it's not different. Only that you're still going to have to go through many stages right. after that to get it. It's, it's the same concept. Same concept. Alright, take a look at this Or Yitzchak. Now, <coughs> here he, he introduced us to a concept of Ani Hashem Leishanisi. He's, Baltani is obsessed with Ani Hashem Leishanisi. Okay, in all of his form. The fact that Hashem remains unchanged after creation. Now, this Ar Yitzchak is authored by Rabbi Yitzchak of Radvil, who was a son of the Magid of Zlachev. Okay, the Magad of Zlachev was a contemporary of the Balshem. And this Rabbi Yitzchak was a disciple of his father's and of the great Magad of Mizrachi. He actually was by the Balshem himself. So take a look at the left-hand column in your print here. It's Davkuf 
Chof Tes, right? Peace starts v'chola om royim es hakoyles, right? Bottom left. Pirish Rashi, Rashi says royim es anishma. They saw that which was heard. Achai, my dear brothers, says the Machshava. Tzorich Adam lahosir meatzmei min koil v'koil. He says you must eradicate this from your hearts. What? Shekoidem harsinai loyhoyachas v'sholam hadiber shal kaviyachol baruchu v'yachar harsinai nifsek. This is unbelievable. It's something you just never think about. He says you must eradicate this from your hearts. The thought that the Aseris Adibris were spoken at Harsinai, and only at Harsinai, not before and not since, must be eradicated from your hearts. Why? So he says, Vaksiv, the Pasuk says, Koil Yosef. There was a great voice that didn't stop. Pirashi Zavale Pasak. So he says, first and foremost, it's a Rashi. Rashi says that the, the Maimer of Anoichi and Liyacha never stopped. Because somebody who thinks this way, that only there at that Maimed Harsinai Hashem spoke these words, he ain't meant to know words. Kfira, it's heresy. Are you saying that beforehand Hashem didn't say it? And then after Harsina it stopped? How could you say that? There's no greater change than that. It says Hashem doesn't change. <laughs> what do you do with this? Meaning, the Maimarim of Maimed Harsina have been going on forever, and will go on forever. What's the point? He's Look intimating what he says. that it happened also before. Yeah, 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 he's, that's what he said. He's not intimating, he said it. Because by Hashem, his voice, his speech, his sight, his hearing, Bevaday echod ubemakem echad are all one. They're all unified. Vadiver who hoyohevaviya, just like the Rebbeinu Shlaim was, is, and will be. So too, his speech is, was, will, is, and will be. Now, ve'etzadam, it's only by a human being. Mitzadaguf, from the vantage point of his body, hachushim michulakimim. Our senses are divided. Hariyu beinayim by us. We see with our eyes, Hashmi Abaznaim, we hear with our ears, we speak with our mouths, because of the physicality of our body. For this reason, sight takes precedence over hearing, the ears are further back in the head. Because the ears are more distant from Hashem. This is adequate for anybody who really understands anything. Count me out. <laughs> now, listen, my brothers. Shimu Hetiv, listen well, I'm going to tell you very deep things. Just like a father. 
A parent can't hear when somebody's going to say something bad about their only child. I'll give you an example. When a person opens his eyes and looks around, he'll immediately see whatever he sees. You don't need somebody to stand there and point it out to him. But when it comes to hearing, if somebody's standing next to him, and he says something to him, then he'll hear it. But if the person is not standing next to him, he's not going to hear him. This is from the vantage point of the body. Because they're divided. When it comes to the Rebbeinu Shalom, that even thought cannot grasp him at all. Because of how, how remote he is, like the Zayah says, there's no mind that can grasp you, no one can know you. And therefore, there is no way to get to know the Rebbeinu Shalom using the Chushim. Therefore, Hashem's Chushim, His deeper, His call, are also past, present, and future. Without any way of grasping one sooner than the next. So the Rebbeinu could be speaking but from due to our physicality, we cannot hear him speaking. But that's not because he's not speaking, it's because we're not hearing. He's going to say that right now. This is unbelievable. This is what the Gemara says in Yuma. About Avram, it says that Avram kept all of Torah. The Medrash says in Rus that even that Torah which was not yet written, it was destined to be Nishadish. Avram Avinu learned. For this reason, the Pasuk says, Because Avram heeded my Torah. Look what he says here. Ekev Asher Shama Avram Bekoyli says it's a pasuk because Avram Avinu was able to hear me. Anachin the Yilach have been going on forever, but nobody heard it. Ekev Asher Shama Avram Bekoyli because Avram did hear my voice. Bezev Yishma Mishmati. He was able to keep my Torah. Mitzvah Kukaisa Misaraisai. V'dalem Avin Vahavin understand this well. I am Bepashas Ekev Barichus. Now. This helps us understand mitzvahs betelis lasid lavi. The concept that the Gemara says that mitzvahs are destined to be bottled in the time to come. Kikola mitzvah shanachnu oisim, because all the mitzvahs that we do, hempuulais, are actions, shebeshvilo asiyah yazalon ashemis vachshiyachidam anachnu lovay lahashmia. The purpose of mitzvahs is to bring us to aid us ice to such a degree 
that we'll be able to come to hear that we should once again be able to hear Hashem's koil. That's the purpose of mitzvahs. The Gemara says that Elio was asked by the Tana, when are you coming? I'm coming the day that you hear my voice. Even today, if we do tshuva to the right extent, you'll be able to hear his cry. If that'll be the case, I will come even today. This is the meaning of the simple Gemara that the Pasuk keeps on saying there was a voice to Moshe, meaning Moshe was able to hear. Other people didn't hear it. Due to the fact that Kla Yisrael sinned with the golden calf, they were not able. It was inappropriate for them to hear Hashem's voice. Moshe did hear. A whole new taich in the words If we do the mitzvahs, we'll hear. The Torah was not a one-time statement made before Kabbalah Zatayra. We need to do tshuva. If we do tshuva, we'll be able to hear. I want to tell you, the end is going to be, this is how it's going to be, guys. The end, the, the ultimate is going to be, we are going to hear. That's what he says there. The end is going to be that you're all going to hear. The reason that we didn't, or the rest of the world didn't hear his voice, it was due to the sin of Adam, that due to Adam Rishon's error, he became very physical. We became totally physical, physical, and we can't hear Hashem's voice. So here's what happened. Through the purification of the Shibud in Mitzrayim, they were able to get rid of the Zohama, the poison of the Chet of Adam. And as a result of that, they were able to hear the Zeksiv, Roim Es As a result of this, this is the meaning of the whole nation saw the Kailis. Shabbat Hazais. Because when a person comes to that level of sanctity, they became so cleansed from their shmutz, that their senses were so spiritual, they're basically their bodies were totally bottled to their neshamis, 
Their bodies no longer got in the way. They were able to hear that which was spoken, and they were able to see that which is heard. Literally, like Hashem can. I understood with this today in Davening. We say it in, right before Karbanis. That Hashem should fulfill for us that which He promised us through Tzvanya, your visionary. I will bring you. And then the day of the day I will gather you. When I return you to your eyes, Hashem says. Hainu, says the Yitzchak, Be'ez ha'hi, on that day, Sha'avi eschem, that I will bring you home, Ve'akabit eschem, Etten eschem l'shem, I will make you, in such a name, K'mesham ha'medesh chayeichem, Sha'atim t'yu k'mayni, Hashem says, you will be like me, V'yikaru eschem b'shmi, you will be called by my name. V'zeu ve'etten eschem l'shem, He's all have a name like a What does it mean to the praise of all the nations of the world? All the nations of the world will praise you. Like you will praise me in the future. Is on that level, When will this take place? When I return you, when am I going to return you? Because in this bitter galus, hashchina imano begalus. During this galus, Hashem is with us. When Hashem will redeem us, is going to redeem His presence with us. Gamkein vizeu bishuvi when I return. When I come back with your return, when you will be returned from Galus, and I will return with you, as I Hashem says it will be to your eyes. Meaning, all sayings, all speech, they're all going to be in front of your eyes. You're not going to need ears to hear them. You're going to see sounds. Just like what took place at Maimon Masinai. That all of Christ all saw the sound. We will hear that which is seen. We will see that which is heard. What's going to be to your eyes? Amar Hashem, the word of Hashem. So you have a whole new insight into Ani Hashem Leishanisi. That mind that, and, and a whole new insight into understanding how it was that the Avos fulfilled the Torah. Any of the great tzaddikim knew, because if a person able zechayis to the Ratzon Hashem, like Avraham Avinu did, that the Avos were the Merkava. So they heard Maimon Sinai. I didn't take place yet. He says, that's Kfirah. 